Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Over 40 live Saturday evening race meetings a year. Clifford Park Racecourse. This is the Punters Mate on SEM. It sure is the punters, mate, on New Year's Eve, December 31. What a year it's been, 2021. Uh, it's been action-packed, and this is the last one. The last – and uh, our – oh, we've got one more show uh, after this, I think I have, of uh, filling in for Mark Braybrook. I will introduce the star of the show oh, yeah. here, Chris Nelson, the man that uh, finds all the winners and – Except the has, has, on t- Wednesday. Has 2021 <laughs> been a winning year for you, Chris? Oh, it hasn't been a bad year, Sammy. Uh, you win some, you lose some. Uh, I'd like to go back and make a few changes, but you can't do that. But look, it's great <laughs> to be with you again this morning, as you say, the last show for 2021. And I've got to say, you know, you were doing this show live on location there at Sunshine <laughs> Beach on the beautiful Sunshine Coast. It's pretty, you know, you don't have to do it. You're on holidays. Uh, full credit to you. That's, that's, a, that's commitment. A1 commitment. Uh, Oh, thanks, Chris. Well, it's uh, yeah, I've got a big couple of weeks uh, with uh, a few few guys on SEN track uh, taking a bit of time off and, and well deserved. So, uh, uh, yeah, so I'm working from uh, from location here at Sunshine Beach. I tell you what, Chris, it's a bit more than windy here this morning. Uh, <laughs> it could blow a dog off a chain, and yes. I don't think I'll be going outside too much uh, today. But I'll be bunkered in and uh, co- winners galore. Let's hope. Bit of uh, windsurfing maybe later in the day. That could be what you want to get up to. There's plenty of wind out there for that. You get blown all over the place. I tell you what, if I if I went out on one of those, I wouldn't be able to do it anyway. But if I went out doing that kite surfing, I think I would end up in Rockhampton, <laughs> but possibly Cairns. <laughs> so we've got a big big weekend of racing here. Uh, of course, we've got Ipswich and Emerald on today. Trots at uh, Albion Park and the Ipswich Dogs. Doombin tomorrow. Doombin Gatton to Woomba to Room. Harness Racing at Albion Park again, and the dish lick is at uh, Ipswich and Rockhampton, and then on Sunday, Sunny Coast, uh, as always, or most of the time, isn't it? Uh, yep. Harness Racing at Redcliffe, and then uh, the dogs at Albion Park and Capella Bar. Have you been to Capella Bar, Chris? Funny you should you ask me that, Sam, because I know that you've been listening a lot to, uh, to uh, Mark Braybrook and his silly questions <laughs> each week, but the answer still is no. But I will get there. 2022 is yes. your year well, for Capalabar, I think. Here's a couple of New Year's resolutions. 2022, I have to get to Capalabar. I need to get to Albion Park Trots and Albion Park Dogs. And I need to get to some of these joints like Kilcoy. Esk is another one I saw the other day. Non-tab. But you've got to get around to some of these. That's my aim this year. Get around to some of these country, uh, country meetings, whether they be Harness, Greyhounds, or Thoroughbreds. I might take you with me. Yeah. 
Kilcoy. Yeah, well, uh, I love a trip to Kilcoy, the Mooney Valley of the North. Uh, now, the week that was, what are the three highlights uh, from last week, Chris O? Well, I think Cool and Gadda. I mean, there was plenty of hype around her before she went to uh, Doombin last Saturday. She lived up to the hype. Uh, she ran quick time. She did a lot of work early on. I think she was quite good, Cool and Gadda. I certainly think she's uh, well up to winning the Magic Million. So she's number one. J-Mac came to town, four rides, three winners. There's just no stopping him wherever he goes. He is an absolute star. Michael Costa double at the Gold Coast. Perfect mission and manhood were both very, very good. And we'll see those horses uh, in town very shortly. Perfect mission was a bit stiff both her previous runs. Uh, manhood had been uh, a horse with a bit of hype around him. He'd been trialling really well. So it was good to see him. And the, I'm going to throw in a fourth this week, Sam. Sam Collett. Remember we spoke to Sammy Collett last yes. uh, Friday and I had that conversation with her about the potato cakes and it sort yes. of went nowhere and she didn't know what the hell yes. I was talking about. <laughs> well, I, all I can say is that Sam stayed off the potato cakes because she went to Ipswich that afternoon and rode three winners. So she took my advice. Oh, well, it was, uh, it was, yeah, we predicted that she would, uh, we were talking before the show when we knew we had Sam Collard on and, and uh, I made comment how, uh, gee, I think she's going to do really well up here in Queensland yep. and uh, yeah, she was super uh, bagging three winners at uh, at Ipswich and, and what about the egg flip on uh, that horse uh, manhood? That was Cam Luke, he, he was, uh, <laughs> he was strong on manhood and then, when I saw that horse on the TV, like, what? He is a monster. He like, is. Yeah. I, I was watching him sort of come around the turn. He's got a big, long rein on him. And, yeah, he just looks like a, a real powerhouse. It was, uh, gee, it was an exciting win. It was. He uh, he really didn't do a lot to win. He, the jock sat pretty quietly on him. And, gee, there was plenty of sweat there, too. He'd obviously sweated up in the yard because he was... Uh, Real foamy at the front there. So you think he's going to take a lot of benefit off that. So he might live up to the hype. He's certainly going to be one of those spruik-type horses and a bit of an X-factor horse, I think, early on. Yeah, that's for sure. We're going to take a quick break now. When we come back on the other side, we're going to have a chat to Brisbane's leading trainer, Tony Golan. Over 40 live Saturday evening race meetings a year. Clifford Park Racecourse. This is the Punters, mate, on SEM. Welcome back to the Punters, mate, for the last show of 2021. And what a 2021 it has been for this next man we've got online, Tony Golan, leading trainer at, uh, in Brisbane. And, Tony, it's it's been a super year for you. Hey, Sam, how are you, mate? It's been a, it's been a terrific year, there's no doubt. And hopefully we can, that can flow on into 2022 for us. Uh, we've got a nice stable of horses and clients and, and hopefully we can continue along with the success we've had this year. Tony, I did see that uh, you bought yourself a little Christmas present uh, a couple of weeks ago with uh, 103 <laughs> acres at Kaibong uh, called River Junction. Gee, that looks an impressive property. Yeah, it's a beautiful farm. Um, one of my long-time, long-time clients, uh, Troy Smith from River Junction, had owned the farm and basically developed it all. So I, know, I knew it well. Um, himself and myself and another partner have decided to take it on now and make it a part of a part of Golan Racing. So it'll serve a, a really good job. It'll complement the, the things that we already do and it's going to be a great spelling farm for our horses. And so how do you use, do, you know, do you use that as, as like a pre-training setup also? Oh, probably not at, the, not, not, not at this point in time. We'll keep our systems pretty well the same, but we just most of our spelling horses that for what room we have up there, we'll, we'll head up there I've spelled a lot of horses there over the years anyway, so I know how well the horses do on the property. So it'll really just complement that side of it at this point in time. No real 
ambition to pre-train there at the moment. Tony, you've got uh, obviously some great clients and, and Black Soil Bloodstock are, are, are a group that obviously have um, some, some lovely horses in your stable. How did that association come about? Uh, well, Brian Simpson, the, the principal guy behind Black Soil, him and myself have been best mates since we're about 16 years of age. So we've known each other for an awful long time and we actually probably raced our first horse together actually up in Tumble with my dad. So... We've been mates for, for ages, and um, that association just continued to build and build, and he, he had a good bit of success with Temple and Spirit of Boom, and most other horses he had, but they were the, the headliners at one stage. And then as his uh, you know, business life, I guess, has really got going, he decided to invest more into this side of it and want to get a heap of other people involved. And he's just a guy that loves his racing, and he's got a lot of nice, fast horses at the moment, so he's loving it even, loving it even more. I bet he is. Tony, speaking of uh, Black Soul... Uh, of course, they've got the favourite, and you've got the favourite going around in the last race uh, tomorrow at Dooman in the uh, the Nudgy Stakes, and it's the return of this terrific mare, Isotope. Confidence levels, uh, do you think she's the best of the day from the stable? Yeah, I do. You know, confidence is high with her. She's obviously a quality horse, and that's set weights and penalties at this time of the year. She gets in really well. Um, she just doesn't want it too wet, you know. I mean, she can handle soft ground, no problem there, but being fresh up off a big break, I'd prefer it you know, drier rather than wetter. It was to get really heavy. Uh, you know, she may not run. So, you know, if we get a, if we get a genuine, just a nice soft track or better, she's definitely my best of the day. She presents to get a beautiful run. I've had a faultless preparation with her. I really couldn't be happy with the way that she's prepared for her return. So she's spot on. This will top her off beautifully. It's a magic means that. Well, looking at the weather forecast, that rain that uh, was going to be heavy and uh, plenty of it around this time of the week seems to have disappeared. They're saying really nothing today and maybe three to eight tomorrow. So we, we could end up with no rain whatsoever. It wouldn't surprise me in the least. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. So, I mean, if that's the case, man, it's perfect for her. I mean, she um, she was really good last summer. She's a better man now. She's a lot stronger horse than what she was. You know, she's obviously going to improve off the long layoff, but off the nice run that she's going to get in transit from that good draw, um, I'm, I'm sure that she's a horse I've all got to beat in that race tomorrow. Now, at this early stage, you've got uh, two others in the race as well. Crone, uh, you think, and you did mention to me on Monday on the Bensley show that she'd need the run. And Miami Flyce has unfortunately drawn the car park. Yeah, well, Crone, like, she's funny. She never looks like she needs to run, but just first up, she just never had her best. So she's just that sort of horse. So she'll, um, she'll certainly benefit benefit from it like normal than getting out that 13, 1400 suits her. And she'd be one if the rain did really come down, we would probably help her out a lot. She was very good with that tracker, Crone. Miami Flies, well, you know, can she get the same luck in running, mm-hmm. you know, two times in a month, basically? She's got an awful draw. She needs things to break up for her and just get that right run. She. She was ridden beautifully by Steph the other day and she was able to buy an awful lot of luck into that first corner. So she needs something very, very similar. And even then, I'm, I'm just not sure if, you know, if um, Isotope can step away and just find that beautiful probably third pair where it looks like. I'm not sure she could hold her out. Tony, race eight is the buffering. It's a, it's a great race and, and jammed full of class. I, I think uh, Tambo's made, I'm a big fan of him. He, he's going to run super in that race. Oh, he's, a, he's a, just a tough old coot. You know, when we got him, I didn't know every day winning a race and we ended up winning three from six with him. He's just as tough as anything. He looks great. His trial was really good last week. His work this week's been fantastic. Uh, no, under, under no illusion, this is a really strong um, version of this race. You know, this race has gotten better and better each year and I think this is the strongest one I've seen, the strongest buffering I've seen. So it's a good race, but he's an on-pace horse. If the rain comes, any rain on the day will really help a horse like him with his, with his joints, etc. So... He's um he's in good order. It's a tough race. And Garibaldi, he was really good last start. 
Yeah, he was good. He probably just wants a nice, nice good, good ground there. I'm keen, um, keen on him to have a go, another go at the 1350. I was always a bit reserved, but the way he relaxed the other day, I think he deserves another chance at it. He's not well placed to set weights and penalties, which you guys are aware of, but he's always had the ability to be at this level. And this sort of tells me a little bit where I go next or what I do you know, come Winter Carnival time next year. He's fresh off a win. He relaxed beautiful. He certainly presents fit and healthy. Tony, a couple of other runners uh, on the day. The resuming F Troop uh, in race number four, first up, 1,200 metres. Yeah, no worries with the fitness. I've had a great prep with him. I'm really happy with the horse. He just um, he just wants good ground. He doesn't want any rain at all in the day. He really wants the forecast to get it wrong completely. Um, if he gets good ground, he can run really well. He's a horse that can present well, fresh into a prep. I'm not worried about his fitness. I know he likes Doombin. Um, I think he's he's in... He's in good order. He's second prep, prep back with me again after being away. And this has been the happiest I've been with him since I've had him back. And Tiger Heart goes around in the Vaux Rogue. Draws beautifully. Uh, thoughts there? Yeah, just forget about Eagle Farms. Put a line through it. Mm. I had a funny feeling it's not his track. I, even his 1,000 metre run there where he runs third, I, he, was, he was better than that. He's going better than that at the time. So probably a slow learner. I should have jerried. Not ran him the other day, but... It's the right way it panned out. So I just put a line through the run the other day and you'll see a much improved horse at Doomman. Just, just a couple too at uh, Ipswich today. Scarlet Pimpernel is one that I really like. I, I, I was quite keen first up at the Sunshine Coast when and ran on into third spot. And then last time probably just not suited going forward. Is that your idea as well? Or that your thought as yeah. well? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it wasn't really the plan. I sort of give Anthony a, sort of an open book um, as to what, as to what he wants to do, depending on how he stepped away, etc. He got over outside lead. Um, I would have rather probably maybe been a little bit quieter on him, but it was just how it panned out that race. He's getting a beautiful run today. There's actually a good bit of tempo on this. It's not the, it's not the worst 21.50, mate, and I've seen it, which actually there's a few chances in it. He's awfully short, but he's getting a lovely run in that second or third pair, just behind the speed. And I can't see why he couldn't be strongest late. He'll certainly love the trip. And Brentwood going around in race two first. What would you make of that trial? Oh, I don't know. He got a bit of kick back there. He, trial was ordinary. He's jumped out a lot better since with the blinkers on. Um, I'm really happy with his work since too. So I'll take the blinkers off him. He had him on when he ran second up. I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of his trial, to be perfectly honest. But <laughs> I know his track work's been really, really good. Um, it was his first trial. We're out there to give him a softer time. And when you say that to Ryan, he gives him an awfully soft time. So I don't know what to make of it. So I just put a line through it. I'd leave, I'd leave it out and... I think you'll see a lot better horse today. He's obviously very short price, and you don't want to see anything like that going into those sorts of um, those sorts of prices. But he he is in good order, and he should race forward. There's no reason he wouldn't be outside lead. I, I wouldn't imagine, and I'd be shocked if he's not the best horse in the race. Tony, thanks always for your time on SEN Track uh, throughout the year, and and uh, yeah, we hope that uh, you kick 2022 off with a bang tomorrow. Thanks very much for your time. Hang on, Tony. New Year's resolution. If, yeah, do, guys. Do you believe in New Year's resolutions? Oh, I don't want to tie myself down to them too much, but I always <laughs> want to train more winners than I did the year before. That's, That's probably what we try to do. You know, Tilly City winners, and and we got back on the Group One scoreboard this year, which was bloody important to us. We hadn't done it for a while, so hopefully we can stay. Stay in that um, in that category. It's a hard category to get in, and once you get there, you don't want to leave. That's for sure. No, that's right. There's no doubt about that. All right, and, uh, boys. Yeah. Rest up tonight. Well, don't have too big a New Year's. We've got a no, big day's race. Big day tomorrow. tomorrow. Plenty of winners. So we, we've got to be nice and fresh. <laughs> Good on you, Tony. Right. Thanks a lot. Happy New Year. See you guys. Bye. See you, Tony.
There's Tony Golan. Uh, he's a star, and yeah, what a big team he's got, and uh, plenty of bullets to fire, hasn't he, Chris? He has, and uh, you look at the the listed races, etc. We have up here, and uh, generally his uh, his stable are to the fore, and I know you would have been out to his stable. Um, Sammy and, and seen uh, the team in work there. It's like a well-oiled machine out there. It's just uh, everything runs so smoothly. A lot of horses, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of staff, and they uh, they know exactly what they got to do, and they get the job done. It's a very very impressive place to visit. I can tell you. Yeah, professional outfit. Uh, that's for sure. We're just okay. Um, we're, we're actually oh. going to get Scott Cross online. We were going to go for a break. So look, I know I, if you were right in here next to me, Sammy, I'd be able to start, tell you that we're not going for a break. But you're not. Because as we said, you're on uh, location uh, this morning. What do we call it? An OB? <laughs> yeah, it's it's seaside OB. Yeah, it is a seaside OB. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a chat to um to Scott Cross from CrossFit in just a moment. We're just getting him online now. I'll read out the uh, I'll read out the credit here, Sammy. Save you the trouble. Freshen up your punting this summer with CrossFit, Australia's freshest sports betting app. Download the CrossBet app today and gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858 if there are any issues there. And what we are going to talk to Scott about uh, are the races at Doombin tomorrow. And we're going to concentrate on those three main races and they are races seven, eight and nine. And I talk of the Vaux Rogue, the Buffering and the Nudgy. Interesting to hear Tony Golan's comments about probably being the strongest buffering he's seen. Yeah, I think there's no doubt that um, just, you know, in the short time that I've been here, it's probably three years. This is uh, my third summer carnival that uh, I'll have worked through. And it's, you know, just in that short time, it's definitely got stronger and stronger. And, yeah, we you know, you could hear it uh, when and when Tony Gollum was talking of that race, uh, you know, how strong it is. And, and it's only going to get better and better. I mean, this carnival in... in in just a short time is is uh yeah going from strength to strength and it and it really holds its spot at this time of the year you know it's it's yeah. all about queensland racing which is what we want it is now before we get scott i know there was a question you were going to ask me at the start of the show but you didn't <laughs> i don't know maybe you were saving it till the end of the show and i'll return fire with the same question back to you do you remember what it was the question was, what was your highlight of 2021, Chris? Well, I struggled to come up with anything really exciting. So I'm going on the personal front. The yeah. personal front is I got my golf handicap down to 13, Sammy. 13. Well done. And in the middle of the year, I remember coming home from uh, the golf course and saying to my family, I don't know what's happened with my golf. I've either turned the corner and this is me forever, this is me forever, or this is just a flash in the pan and I'm going to go backwards. And you know what happened? You improved. No, I went backwards. Oh, you went backwards. So it was a highlight and then a low light, but my New Year's resolution, see, it's all tied in, is to yes. get back to that stage and better next year. Yeah, well, that's uh, your, what good, was yours? good way to be. Uh, my highlights, I think uh, working for SEN Track, that, that's, uh, oh, that's, that's an easy that's one. Been, that's been a highlight. It's it's going from strength to strength, it and is. we're getting more listeners, and that's that's been really good. I think uh, uh, probably uh, police camp. I've got a share in police camp with uh, with a bunch of good mates, and he won at Casterton back in June, won by seven lengths, and my cousin trains him, and 
yeah, he's look. He's uh, he's a very moderate steed, but put some put some big uh, live hedges in front of him, and uh, I tell you what, he's a star. So uh, there's nothing uh, nothing like self interest, is it, or an owner talking about one of his horses? But police police camp excites me. I love him. I've got two and a half percent in one, and had two preparations, and has gone back to the paddock again. Shin saw Sam, so. Uh, that, hey, hey, just be patient. Well, just yeah. be patient. Yeah, I will be. But <laughs> I, I, as I've said, I, can, I think I've had a dream where the race call is uh, giving the nail. Oh, this first start of this nine-year-old mare, gee, the owners have been patient <laughs> with her, haven't they? <laughs> well, it, uh, you'll, be paid in, you'll be paid back in the end. Uh, I'm, so. I'm a big believer of that. Uh, just patience is the key. That's for sure. So we're all about winners this weekend, and we've got Scott on the line, haven't we? We have. I can hear Scott in the background there. Morning, Scott. Very good morning to you too. How is everyone? Yeah, very well. And yourself? Mate, very, very good. Looking forward to a very quiet New Year's Eve. Very quiet one. What, before 12, you'll be tucked in fast asleep? Oh, mate. Early fireworks with the family. I'll be lucky if I see 10 o'clock. <laughs> I think we're all in the same boat. I know I am. Sam? Where are we? Uh uh, I'll try and give it. I'll try and give it a nudge, but uh, I've done a fair bit of form for tomorrow. So I, I'm, I'm at this stage. I'm, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but you know, I've, I've got a bit of time up my sleeve tonight to sink a few jars, and that'll probably happen. I would think. Well, I won't be ringing you early in the morning. All right, here we go, uh, Scott. We're going to have a look at races seven, eight, and nine at uh, Dooman tomorrow. The features race seven. Uh, any action here on the uh, the Vaux Rogue? Yeah, look, no surprise. Uh, the number eight, Tommy, uh, sorry, Gay Waterhouse trained uh, Shahonka. It's the favourite at $2.10. It's currently holding over 50%. However, I think this race is a lot closer uh, than the punters have enabled. There's money coming all over the shop. Uh, Release the Beans is the market mover. We've seen money coming for Tiger Heart and, of course, Starman. Of the shorter price horses, Starman is the one I would go for. However, uh, given the crazy year we've gone, I'm going wide here. I'm taking on a roughie. Uh, I'm going to go Jackson on time, number four. Beautiful. Opened at $41 into 18s. Now, if you believe this horse, uh, you know, can win here, if you actually look further to the uh, three-year-old Guineas Magic Market, uh, Magic Millions Market, it's opened at 101 and into 26. So maybe it's worth a nibble on both of those. So for me, Jackson on time for a bit of value in each way. And uh, if you go in the exotics, uh, certainly don't, uh, don't leave it out. I agree 100%, so I'm glad to hear that. Scott, go to race number eight. Tony Gollum was just on prior to you, suggested this year's buffering was one of the strongest he'd seen. Yeah, uh, and he's totally right. There is money uh, spread all over the shop. Once again, Apache Chase, as you'd imagine, uh, is the favourite and the biggest hold at the moment, but there's there's money for Kementari, there's money for Nikonova, Tambo's mate, um, this is one that I can honestly say, apart from a few horses, you could almost say everything's got a chance here. Um, once again, I'm going to go for a bit of value here and go with the market mover. Uh, Socks are gone. Uh, North North just on on <clears throat> on top and a curry trained horse. Opened at 14s, in at 850s. I just think its form uh, on this track and over the distance is, is certainly worth a go at 850. Well, you and I are reading from the same hymn sheet so far, and I'm hoping you're going to come up with Isotope in the last too, the nudgy. Oh. I certainly am. I certainly am. <laughs> well, I come up with 
<laughs> so we're, we're either going to be really, really happy on New Year's uh, Day or, or, or really upset. Or so look, Isotope or Bucking, yeah, I could be crowing next week. Um, Isotope uh, opened at three, uh, into 260. Money's come a little bit elsewhere for Jumay. East Asia is the market mover, 26 into 950. You probably can't rule that out at any exotics. Uh, and the other one I like there is Nudge. Um, but once again, I reckon it's a very tight field, um, but I'm going to go isotope. Interestingly enough, if we are all singing from the same hymn sheet, if you like some form, if you parlay Jackson on time into Soxagon into isotope, it's a mere $387 oh, uh, multi. And I think whatever craziness has happened in 2021, um, that might be worth a little bonus bet. Good on you, Scott. Thanks for joining us. Happy New Year to you and everybody connected with yourself. We'll catch up with you uh, next week, same time. Look forward to it. Take care. Thanks very much. Scott Cross joining us, Sammy. We'll go for some news. We'll come back with you. After the news, we'll speak to Tommy Berry. Beauty. The punt is made uh, and looking for some winners this weekend. We'll get to that uh, uh, shortly. But now it's time for Follow, Fold or Forgive. Chris O, what have you got for me? One horse. I usually have three or four each week, Sam, but I struggled last week, so I'm just going to give you one horse to follow out of last week's meeting at Doombin, and it is the people's favourite, the people's horse, the Horovian. I think he's ready now. He's needed both runs this prep. He had a little setback uh, prior to the first start run, and he just peaked. And then last week at 1,600 metres, uh, he looked like he was peaking, and then he came again, then he peaked late. So if he stays around that 1,600 metre range, and I think at his next start, the Horovian, I think he'd be very, very hard to beat. So not sure where he's heading next, whether there's a race for him on Magic Millions Day or not, but I think he's close to a win. So just the one this week, and that is a definite follow for the Horovian. And I think there was a few forgive runners um, out of that, that meeting at Ipswich the other day, Chris. Oh, I reckon, you know, the rail out 10 metres and a few horses got back. And it's, it's yeah, it just makes it really hard for them, doesn't it? It did, yeah. I, know I tipped a couple that got back in the field and you knew your money was confetti, basically, or your ticket was confetti uh, before, you, before you probably went 200 metres. So I was hoping a couple of those uh, that the jocks might push on, but... Uh, no, it wasn't the case, and, the, and they went back and were no no chance. So you're dead right. We need to forgive some of those. And, yeah, when the rail's out that far, it's uh, it's very hard at a track like Ipswich to make up the ground. Our next guest on the punters, mate, this morning is Tommy Berry, the star jockey. Uh, he's gearing up for, uh, obviously, a big couple of weeks up here up north. And, Tommy, I'll start by uh, welcoming you. But how was Christmas? You've got a big team of Billy Lids. Um, I'm sure it was an exciting one. Yeah, no, it's it's been a great Christmas. Um, we're on holidays at the moment. We're just uh, on the way to the beach with them now. So um, they've been very full on. Um, I won't <laughs> lie, it's been a bit of a, a challenging uh, holiday, but um, they're always nice to get away. Have you got a, Have you got any surfers amongst the team there, Tommy? Um, oh, we're going to find out that today. Actually, I've got a couple <laughs> of mates here at the caravan park. They've got a couple of boards, so we'll see uh, how many we come back with. And you touch on uh, you touch on uh, the caravan park. There was some interesting footage uh, I saw on on your Twitter. You're punching one out there. Yeah, well, I've got my race bag here because um, I'm going to leave obviously from the caravan park and fly out of Newcastle to come to Queensland on the weekend. And um, a few of the boys that were there hadn't hadn't seen any race here before, but they're part owners in a couple of racehorses. So I pulled out a couple of saddles and. Um, and I, I saddled one of them up, and he's the only one I could get the girth around, but it fit quite nicely. 
I think you were riding him a bit too short, though. <laughs> I figured that out when he took off. I should have dropped him a few holes. He was a bit green. <laughs> Tommy, you've got a new manager, of course, in, in Paul Joyce. Now, if he's responsible for getting you that ride, I think you'll be looking for another one again really shortly. <laughs> yeah, he called me not long after. He said, come on, mate, I don't need you getting hurt after uh, only just taking you on. But... Um, Paul's already got the wounds of his his own. He he got attacked by a German shepherd um, a couple of weeks ago and had to get stitched up. So um, he might not have told you that yet, but uh, he's he's been through the wars already in Queensland. So he's enjoying the... He's enjoying the sunshine up there. It hasn't been much around this week, I can tell you that much. But um, Now, last week, obviously, you had to forego your rides at Dubin because of uh, the lateness in getting back a, uh, a COVID result. What happens this week? Do you, do you go the uh, the rat test? Yeah, well, I spent three hours getting a COVID test the other day. Um, and as I was driving back into the caravan park, I got a message saying I didn't need it. And, uh, and then oh. it come back that night anyway. So everything worked out this week. Um, but um, no, we just need a, a, a rapid one and um, then we'll be sweet. So I should have no problem. Unless the plane doesn't get cancelled, I should be able to make it there. Oh, fingers crossed. Now, you've got some really good rides. Uh, the one that, uh, well, probably one of the most important is Soaring Ambition for Annabelle Neesham, of course, in the uh, in the two-year-old race. So over 1,200 metres, race number three. So impressive winning at Wyong, overcoming that uh, interference on the home turn. Yeah, no, she's a lovely filly. Um, always had a lot of time for her, and she's been one of those fillies that's put her, her hand up pretty early on. And, um, yeah, she I really liked her when I jumped her out, and then she trialled at Canterbury was pleased enough with it, but it was on a very heavy track and she wasn't overly comfortable in that. And then um, getting back on top of the ground at Wyong, she had to go back from a wide alley and um, she hit the ground really... She she was coming in really well and caught that bit of a sprat on the corner, but um, picked herself up quite nicely to, to win as well as she did. So um, she's, she's really come on since then from what the stables told me. And, uh, yeah, no, it's going to be... Um, she's going to be a great chance, I think. Wisdom of Water is an interesting runner now. Probably got the tag of a bit of a non-winner, but uh, also won at Wyong, of course, winning that feature race the same day as Soaring Ambition won. Now, originally doing the form, I thought, well, this is a horse I'm quite happy to take on. But you look through the map and you look through the field, just uh, figures to get a perfect run, Wisdom of Water, and every chance probably wins again tomorrow at Doombin. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, he's he's got to put two together now. Um, it's been a while since he's done that, obviously. He'll have no problem with, um, you know, the, the the life in Queensland. That's where he obviously started. So he'll be in familiar surroundings there, um, which gives me a lot of confidence. And um, he has drawn well. And sometimes them horses that have been out of the winner's circle for a while, they get that win, gives them a bit of confidence. And uh, as you said, he draws just get the absolute perfect run. And, and he's the best horse in the race. There's no doubt about that. But um, as you said, I, it'd be nice to see him put a couple together. In the Voro plate, Tommy, you've got Shahonka, who is the uh, shorty in that race, and from gate one, it looks ideal. Yeah, I really like this filly. Um, you know, especially at the last two starts, she had to do a lot of work to, to get outside the leader last start and, um, and, and boxed on well to win. And the start before, she was three wide on a pretty quick tempo and, and once again, toughed it out well. So um, she's got a lot of guts and determination getting beat, and we've seen that. She's had a nice little takeover trial since, and um, with a good alley, I'll be able to be positive, and and I know you, I can, I know I'll be able to use her up early, and, and she'll be strong late still. Just on her before uh, Sammy asks you about um, about aim, will you take a trail if they want to take you on early? You're happy to take a trail from that inside gate? I'd be, I'll be um, guided by what Gay says. It's not too often that Gay likes to give up the lead, no. um, and <laughs> and as I as I said. Um, 
you know, this is a filly that's been able to absorb plenty of pressure the last yeah. two starts and come out on top. So if if someone was wanting to take me on um, and her being the best horse in the race, I'm, I'm tipping they'd come off second best. So I'd be very surprised if someone was to do that and if I wanted to keep the lead. Uh, but we'll just have to assess that when it comes to it. First up, you've got AIM uh, in the buffering. And this is Tony Golan uh, highlighted uh, when we were talking to him earlier in the show how it's such a strong race, this race. Where does this where does this horse rate for you? Yeah, well, it is a very strong race, but it surprises me that he's so far out in the market. Um, mm. He's, you know, his only blemish was pretty much his last start, and that was, you know, against some of the best three-year-olds we've got, three- and four-year-olds. Um, and, you know, before that, he won the Silver Eagle, I'm pretty sure it was, and um, and won it quite well. So um, he, was, he was very strong winning at Magic Millions last year. Um, overall, he's, he's got pretty good stats the whole way through, and um, he, he's drawn well to get a good run. And I was really pleased with his trial. If you watch his trial, Jamea was in the same trial, and he sort of ran out, started to run over the top of him late. He was very strong at the end there at Canterbury. So, um, yeah, in, in, in what's a very strong race, and I am still very surprised that he's, he's out at what he's in the market. In the final race uh, tomorrow, Tommy, you're on uh, Jamea, resuming from a break gate number one now. Takes on the, uh, the favourite, the local. Well, the local favourite and very popular mare in uh, Isotope. Uh, you'd clear second pick, you would think? Or I reckon you're a big chance of knocking her over. You would certainly think so. Yeah, I definitely. I'm, I'm definitely with a great chance. I think Isotope's one of those horses that seems to be able to get itself out of a lot of trouble in most most situations and, and get the chocolate. So um, it, it's a horse that um, I've always followed uh, through its career because I like horses that have got a good win strike rate and, and, and no line and what a win and that's um, what I does so it's going to be tough to beat on the day but I think I'm mapped um, to get a perfect run hopefully following it uh, it should be able to take me everywhere I need to be in the race and and my filly's come back in great order um, really like how much she's strengthened up across the shoulders uh, when you see her in the yard she's she's still quite small you know there's not much of her but um, from someone that's ridden her over a few preparations she's always been quite solid behind but a little bit weak in front but Feel like she's really strengthened up in the in, in sort of in her shoulders and her neck area, and um, and hopefully that holds her in good stead for this prep. I, I think she's made the necessary improvement she has to, which I think she has to because you know even though she was she was probably one of the better fillies around, um, you know last prep. I don't think they're the best. I, I, I don't think they're the best sort of bunch of fillies we've had. Um, I think it was a pretty fair sort of a year when it comes to the fillies. Um, myself, um, but look, if she's made that necessary improvement, I think she'll uh, run a really good race. But she's got really good improvement. She's had two trials, been held together both times. Um, you know, she's she's obviously going to be set perfectly for the the race in two weeks' time. But um, all the same, she's going to be there to run well. Tommy, it's always a, an exciting couple of weeks, uh, Magic Millions time, and and you know, it's it's always a bit. It's just nice, I think, um, after doing a couple of the last couple of years, I, I think it's just really casual, isn't it? Uh, you know, it's it's pretty cruisy up there on the Gold Coast. Are you going to get involved in, in the polo or a bit of show jumping? <laughs> no, I think I'm going to give that a miss this year. Um, but I'll definitely do the beach run on the Thursday. Um, I'll have the kids and Sean and the whole family up there for, for probably the week before and a little bit after as well. So, as you said, considering what we've had a the carnivals we've had, you know, with the autumn and the spring and it's so full on and, and then Christmas time, it's just nice to get up there on the Gold Coast for, you know, 10 days and, and relax, catch up with people you don't get to see very often and um, it's a real cruisy sort of week and a half up there and, and it's nice to, to be racing for that sort of money 
um, you know, at the Gold Coast every year. And, and uh, Jerry Harvey and his team and Magic Millions have done an incredible job over the last seven or eight years since I've been sort of going there. But, um, you know, it's something I look forward to every year. And probably my favourite part of the week is the, the beach gallop. It's good to see so many kids get out to watch it and um, and we can put a bit of a show on for them. Are you locked in for soaring ambition in the big one? Yeah, I am, yeah. She's... Um, I, I locked in with her. I, I was going to sort of wait to see um, what Snowden did with their cult because um, I've got a lot of time for him. Um, they've obviously chose to keep him in Sydney, but because um, I was going to ride him on the weekend. But uh, he, he's a he's a very nice cult, so keep an eye on him going forward. Uh, I think he'll be able to win if he stays in Sydney, and and he's one that's uh, a great chance uh, in the Magic Millions. He's had one start; he got his tongue over the bit, so I'd. I'd really, uh, you know, disregard what his form says with that one one start for a blemish. But um, he's probably one of the nicer cults to put my leg over this season. So oh. he's one that uh, I think if can if he can win on on the weekend, which I think he will, uh, he'll be a good chance of getting up to the Magic Millions and running well. There's a good tip. There's a good tip, Sam. Yeah, I can uh, I can hear some confidence in his voice with yeah. that one. Well, <laughs> Tommy, thanks for joining us. Uh, get the white pants ready and the loafers ready to go because it's going to be a couple of a big couple of weeks. That's for sure. No, looking forward to it. Can't wait to see what you put on for the weekend either, mate. Yeah, you're always one that's got a fancy dress. I'm not sure if you're going to a nightclub or the races, but uh, look forward to seeing what you're going to produce. <laughs> on you, Tommy. Best of luck for 2022. Good on you, Tommy. Cheers, boys. Thanks for having me. Thank Take you. Care. There's Tommy Berry, star jockey, and uh, yeah, it, it is. It's just, uh, it's it's such a good time of the year, and everybody's um, everybody's sort of half in holiday mode, and but then uh, you know also uh, keen on the races and checking out uh, all, all the horses at the sales, and it's just it just they just do it so well. It just works, and it works because of yep. where it is. I mean, you couldn't hold the magic. There was some talk about it moving to Brisbane at some stage, but it just would not be the same. It's where it is. And that time of year. Now, I, I've just got a text message from Chris Nelson telling me to wind it up. So we better <laughs> go for a break. <laughs> we'll be back on the other side with our last segment uh, here on The Punish Mate. Over 40 live Saturday evening race meetings a year. Clifford Park Racecourse. This is The Punters Mate on SEM. Welcome back to the Punters, mate. And this is the part of the show where we find winners. And it's all about Chris Nelson here, where he's going to find us winners for, uh, yeah, it's a, a big start to the year, Chris. Well, it is. It's a good meeting to start the year. And I'm going to suggest that uh, we need to be patient. There's a lot of people that might not make this last race tomorrow. They might be so tired from the night before <laughs> that they've already hit the sack before we get to 5.08 local time. So stay up. And watch Isotope win the last race, race nine, number four for uh, for Tony and Ryan Maloney. Uh, Tony summed it up, said he was very confident. She's had a faultless preparation. His best of the day. She, he's uh, quite confident on her chances. Good gate, should get the right run. So race nine, number four, Isotope, the best of the day from me. As Scott Cross um, suggested from Crossbet earlier, race seven, number four, Jackson on time has to be forgiven. For that failure at Eagle Farm, we have seen horses struggle there and come out and then turn that form around completely. I think he can do that. If you look at his first two runs, he's a great chance at a big price tomorrow. Race seven, number four. Uh, look, I'm going to throw one in at a bit of a price too. Race two, number seven, Tribute King. These uh, distance races can often throw up some uh, rough results. They're average horses. They do take it in turns. 
They don't have a lot of consistency. I think this bloke's building to something. He's trained on the Sunshine Coast. Thought he was quite okay last time at 1,800. He's a little bit one-paced, as most of them are here. Uh, 2,000 metres will suit him. And Sammy Collett, our uh, favourite jockey who doesn't eat potato scallops, cakes, <laughs> whatever you want to call them, she goes on board here. So race two, number seven, Tribute. Kim, well, actually, she rode it last start. Is she riding at this start? I know she rode at the Sunshine Coast last time, and she is riding again, so that's excellent. So something each way, race two, number seven. Something each way, race seven, number four. A win, race nine, number four, Isotope. Do you like uh, anything at Doombin, Sam? Race five, number 13, Beach Break. I didn't mm-hmm. mind it. I thought it was okay first up. Uh, I thought it all have improved from that. And, yeah, I thought I thought it was well-placed in, in that race. So uh, expect Beach Break uh, to run a, a race. And you had a couple up the range, didn't well, you? you have, didn't you have one night? in Melbourne, a couple in Melbourne too? Ah, uh, I, I have. Well, I've got, look, look, Mooney Valley's on tonight. Yep. And race three, it's... Over 3,000 metres, they are a bunch of gazumpers, right? That's <laughs> when, when, when you Google gazumper, you see pictures of all these horses. And, uh, but there is a mare in this race. It was 100 to 1 last night, right? Yep. It's into $81 today. Ooh. Number 10, she said so. This will run the trip, right? This is what it wants. It wants 3,000 metres. Like, they're a bunch of bangers and they take it in turns. I reckon this is way over the odds. Alana Kelly rode it last start and she rode it well. It gets in the race with no weight. I mean, you know, I'm sitting there last night doing form and I'm going, fancy tipping a seven-year-old mare, right? Who's I think she's won two races. But I bet it runs. It'll run the trip on its ear. They, they, they come out. They come out when they're born. These Zeds. They come out and they're like, "I oh, just give me a marathon. I want a marathon." And do you know what? She gets it tonight. Well, I reckon. I reckon it's way over the odds. So you're not saying you've been on the sherbets a night too early. <laughs> <laughs> Um, tonight, hey, not last I, night. I, I might have had a couple of shepherds <laughs> last night. <laughs> All right, well, we'll go with that. Now, a couple for uh, Clifford Park tomorrow afternoon. Race two, number six, Sheppy, and race six, number eight, Autumn Days. Now, keep your eye on one on Sunday at the Sunny Coast. Race six, number one, Amity Gal, beautifully bred, full sister to Dewis, who won the Queensland Oaks, half to Amici, half to Baccarat Baby, absolutely canted in its last two trials. Uh, for Van Dyke and Maloney. So you won't get a price, but it's just one to watch. (laughs) Maybe from a future viewpoint, you might get a price. But there you go. That's my weekend forecast. It's break time. When we come back on the other side, we'll say goodbye and uh, finish the punter's mate for another week. And yeah. Over 40 live Saturday evening race meetings a year. Clifford Park Racecourse. This is the punter's mate on SEM. And isn't it, it's in the final furlong. Uh, I often get that final furlong mentioned, don't I? Yeah, it's in the final furlong. For the last time in 2021, the pun is mate, and I've thoroughly enjoyed the last couple of weeks. And Chris, oh, you, you've just booked me for a, a late riding change, so I think I might have a couple of more uh, pun is mate shows uh, in the well, next couple of weeks. Well, you're definitely with me next week, and I'm sure you'll be on location once again. Uh, but the week after that, uh, if you're available, it might be yourself and Mark Braybrook. But we'll see how we go. We'll see what happens. There's a lot to, there's a lot of water under, to go under, under the, the bridge. On the, the eve of the Magic Millions, uh, in between ironing my white pants and cleaning my <laughs> loafers. <laughs>
I actually have you don't got any linen any, pants? I, I don't own any uh, white pants, but I do. I don't have linen pants, but I have linen shorts, which uh, are of uh, pale blue. What, they're, they're, they're popular. What in about my the linen, linen shirts? They crease everywhere you go. They crease. yeah. I don't know. About, I'm not big on the linen shirts, but uh, it's yeah. I stick. I stick to the polos. Really, what uh, uh, that's part of my wardrobe. In 15 seconds, give me your New Year's resolution. Uh, I'm going to lose weight oh, uh, because chestnut. I've, you know, I've, I've rounded up, and yeah, I'm going to lose weight. And you know what? I'm going to tip more winners. Is that just going to happen? Is it? I'm just going to put myself under pressure. I'm just going to say, lift, Sammy, lift, <laughs> be better. You know what? I've got confidence that you'll do both of those things. Thanks very much for joining us on the punters, mate. Uh, for the last time in 2021, all the best for the new year. Happy New Year and uh, look forward to catching up with you all next week. Happy New Year, Sam. Happy New Year, everyone.